You're listening to the Colorado Springs Real Estate Investing Podcast, brought to you by RICO, your local guide for all things real estate investing in Colorado. Hey, Colorado Springs. This is Jenny Bayless, and we are here to do another deal analysis on a Pueblo duplex. And with me today, I have Leah. Leah, how's it going? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for sharing this deal with everyone. Um, I was really impressed by the numbers um, when we were walking through it. So so yeah, so let's set it up. Um, tell us a little bit about the clients, what they're looking for, what their investment goals are, and we'll we'll take it from there. Yeah. So these are Denver clients. Um, this was actually their first investment property. So super exciting. We kind of just started looking at, you know, everything that Pueblo had to offer from single families to townhomes. Um, and then they decided that they wanted to go multifamily uh, route. The numbers just seem to be better in Pueblo for multifamilies. So um, we just came across this one um, and hopped on it right away. So very exciting. Yeah, it looked like it was recently renovated um, mm-hmm. from the photos that you're showing me. So that's, you know, that's always nice to walk into a, a property that, you know, has everything done and you can just kind of take it, take it over and, and lease it up at that point. Yeah, yeah, it's really nice. So duplex, um, three bed, one bath. So that's pretty unique. Um, normally yeah. two bed. So three bed. Um about 800, 900 square feet. So super cool, unique property. It's like a front and back unit. Um, so the front the front unit is like ranch style. And then the back unit is a two-story. So it's pretty cool and unique. And then there's um, two garage spaces. So... Oh, that's great. I know. Yeah. So it, it's perfect. Yeah. Front, yeah. They did a really nice job on the renovations. And so, yeah, they're ready to put tenants in there. I mean, three bedrooms is, you know, typically very desirable for um, a rental property. So I'm glad that they were able to to find something that that had that because mm-hmm. um, they'll, they'll probably get a lot of interest for that. So um, what part of town was this one on? So this one is in the South Pueblo area. So just South of the Bessemer area where a lot of our clients um, invest. Mm -hmm. So yeah, super close to I-25. Great. So my understanding was that you guys snagged this on the first weekend, Mm -hmm. went for sale. Um, So what was it listed for? What'd you guys end up buying it for? Um, You know, what was that process like? Yeah, so it was listed for $299 and there was another offer on the table. Um, but the listing agent agent let us know that it was under ask. And so we were like, oh, okay, too easy. So came <laughs> <laughs> in at ask uh, at list price of $299 and went under contract. And then with some negotiations through inspection. We actually ended up at two ninety seven five. Okay, yeah, yeah not bad. Um, mm-hmm. That's a much better buying environment um, than what we were facing just you know a few months ago. Even um, there probably would have been you know 
a bunch of other uh, offers on the table, bidding it up above list price. So that's great that you were able to kind of just get some information from from the listing agent and be able to advise your clients from there. So that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so tell us a little bit about um, inspection, um, you know, kind of what happened in, in that regard. Yes. So it's, I'm loving this, this, you know, buyer's market right now because we had a huge inspection objection that we submitted. And I told the clients like, you know, I don't know if they're going to do all these things. Um, and lo and behold, they did. They did everything <laughs> that we expected to. I was like, oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. I'm not used to um, to the thought of an inspection objection not being laughed at. So that's fantastic. <laughs> I was submitting it. I was like, okay, well, I guess we're going to see how this goes. Um, yeah. It was... The insulation was inadequate. There was like two inches of insulation. So we objected to that. Um, There was some electrical issues. Um, It was all new electrical, but there was live knob and tube in the attic, which was strange. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that you guys found that. Yeah, me too. It was good that there wasn't insulation. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So we were able to find that. Um, And then just other miscellaneous things. And then we actually got a credit, a $5,600 credit for um, just a minor offset in the sewer line. So that got a little contentious, but we made it happen in the end. So, you know, everything worked out. The buyers were so, so happy. So good. And is the is the split between the seller credits and the reduction in purchase price? Is that a result of you working with the lender to figure out what the max credit amount mm-hmm. could be versus what everything that they wanted to encompass. Yes, exactly. Okay. So the uh, purchase price reduction was for radon. Okay. Um, so the radon was a little bit high. Um, so we negotiated half the cost of that. And that was the purchase price reduction. And then, yes, we couldn't go above, I think it was like 5,800 on concession. Okay. So, we we pretty much maxed that out. And did the seller take care of the electric work mm-hmm. and the insulation work? Wow. So that is a change, right? Like usually, you know, sellers, you know, a couple months ago, sellers said, take it or leave it. We might throw some money at it, but they, they certainly were not going to arrange for the work. Yeah. Um, so this is, this is great. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so impressed. And there was... Quite a few other things we put on there, like some plumbing stuff, um, you know, a couple things with appliances. And so they did every single thing that we asked for. <laughs> yeah, that that's amazing. So <laughs> everyone who, you know, um, uh, has been frustrated um, with, with how kind of the buyers had to, you know, take it or leave it in the past. Um, Definitely take note of all this. You can kind of get your little wish list taken care of. So that is fantastic. So I guess we'll, we'll speak on, you know, the elephant in the room now, the interest rate on on this property. (laughs) So, but I think that's probably why you were able to, uh, to negotiate all those items, but Mm -hmm. um, what was the buyer's loan? So the interest rate was seven and a quarter. So not bad. They got locked in, um, you know, right before the next hike. Mm-hmm. So 
And I think they did buy down um, some points on that. But with that concession, it kind of just worked out for them. So yes, seven and a quarter, 30 year fixed. Okay. So, you know, not great, but not Not the worst we've seen. So yeah, it's just kind of par for the course. And like you said, um, my understanding is that investment mortgages, 30-year fixed have have gone up since then. We're recording it middle of October, mm-hmm. um, just for, for reference for everyone. Um, so, but I think that this is a good news story because we're going to show that it's still pencils. So, um, you know, that's exciting in, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, so, so what are the buyers planning on getting for rent? Um, and, you know, what's the utility situation? Yeah, so they are going to try for twelve fifty. I ran at twelve hundred just because that's how I run my numbers conservatively. Mm-hmm. Um, but so they actually have already been getting bites on people wanting to lease these. Um, so that's super exciting. I think that they probably will be able to get twelve fifty. But um, since they haven't yet, I just ran it at twelve hundred. And then um, utilities are billed back since the units are vacant. They can just put, you know, fresh leases and implement a 50-50 bill back. Um, That's what they're planning on doing. Yeah, that's awesome. So we'll just account for that in the spreadsheet as a a wash in terms of utilities. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, 1,200, 1,200. We have our, our typical you know, rates in here, vacancy factor, rent increase, all that good stuff. Um, We have monthly reserves for maintenance as 8%, which I think is very fair for an older home, even though it was renovated, you know, it's an older home, things come up, um, you know, especially being a multifamily too. Mm -hmm. And um, so are they managing it themselves or are they going to hire somebody down there? Yeah. So they went back and forth with this and they ultimately decided to self-manage, Okay, which I think is so exciting. Um, there's, you know, super hands-on they're located in Denver. So, so not, you know, too far away. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, so I'm excited to see how that goes for them. And yeah, so that definitely helps, helps the numbers. Yeah. I would love to hear their, um, you know, their experience doing that. Mm-hmm. If they've found their, themselves having to, you know, run down there all the time, or if it's something that, you know, a technology nowadays, you can pretty much do a, a good chunk of, of self-management remotely. So I'd be, I'd like to hear their, their feedback on that for sure. After they've gotten their feet wet, um, you know, for a few months. Yeah, me too. I, I referred them some, you know, a couple handymen, um, so we'll see how that goes. Hopefully it'll be good for them. Yeah. It's a, it's a good learning experience regardless. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, anyone who who wants to get into this business, if you have the aptitude for it and have the uh, the stomach for it, I, I would definitely say, you know, it's it's a very good learning experience, whether whether you keep it on or 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 don't, you know. Um so real estate taxes, pretty low, nine hundred and fifty for the year. Mm-hmm. That's that's yes. great. Yeah, and then 2004 insurance, which mm-hmm. um, I'm not surprised to see insurance prices have been going up quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I've noticed and, you know, just speaking with, um, you know, my insurance agent, he was just saying is because the cost to rebuild is, is increasing mm-hmm. um, just with, you know, everything increasing. So makes sense. Yep. 
And it sounds like they're going to pay for trash. Yes. Yeah. The the owners are going to pay for the trash just so they can make sure that someone's picking up the trash. Um, So 400 a year on that. Okay. Not bad. All right. So they're all in for just shy of 86,000. And um, when we run through all of their numbers, their net operating income is $21,700 minus their mortgage payments. Their cash flow before taxes is $3,400. So close to $300 a month, which with a 7.25% interest rate, which I just, I love. Um, Obviously, it's a little bit shielded because they are Mm -hmm. self-managing. But I wanted to, we'll we'll go through the numbers with the self-management and then I wanted to pop in if they were to hire a manager, Mm -hmm. how it's not as devastating um, as as we thought. So again, almost $300 a month in expected cash flow and cash on cash return, 4%, cap rate, 7.2%. That is awesome. Isn't that? I'm very excited for them. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So so let's go to inputs again. And I'm going to say that they do have a manager at 10%. And their annual cash flow before taxes is $500. So it's break even. So brings the cap rate down to 6.2%. Still phenomenal. Um, Yeah, that's that's amazing. So... um, you know, if this were me, if I was looking at it, um, you know, I don't have a crystal ball. I don't necessarily think that rates are going to go down too much or anytime soon. This mm-hmm. is my personal guess. But if they were to go down, it would be interesting if they were able to refinance it into a lower rate and put property management in place. And I bet you it would be pretty close to where they are currently. So, you know, there's definitely room for play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I was so impressed with this property. Yeah, that's really exciting. Um, You know, like I said, 6.2% for a 7.25% interest rate Mm -hmm. and property management in place, break even cash flow. That's that's great. So I know. And hopefully a maintenance-free property for a while. (laughs) I hope so. But we have, you know, 8% budgeted. So (laughs) they can just put that aside. And, and, you know, then when things uh, start breaking, they can pull from that pot. So great job to you and your clients for for finding this one. And, um, you know, this. I think this is going to be an awesome first investment for this couple. Yep. I agree. Yeah. So any any parting words before we uh, sign off? I think um, this one just shows that, you know, even with these high interest rates right now, we can still make deals happen. Um, I think that's important for people to know and investors are still investing. I know, you know, a lot of people are on the fence and waiting, you know, for something. And I'm just like, just get in the game. Um, You don't want to sit on the sideline and these numbers are still working. So Mm -hmm. that's what I have to say. Yeah. Yeah. I know that there's just a lot of talk right now. No one knows what's happening. Um, my, my personal philosophy is if you can buy a property today and it works today, we're not, you know, making any future assumptions, which this couple clearly is not. They bought a property and it's working today. Mm -hmm. Um, even if they had to put management in, it's still working today. And, 
you know, hold it for with the assumption of forever. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, there's a very high probability of, of success on that. So um, congrats to them and, and great job. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. So anyone who is interested in learning more about Pueblo, please reach out to either of us, Jenny at EnvisionREA.com or Leah at EnvisionREA.com. And we'll see you all later. Thanks, everyone. Thanks.